0: Hello and welcome to Unbiased. I'm your host, Michael Hairston. I greatly appreciate you tuning in today. There are a lot of things vying for your attention and time, yet, you chose to spend a few minutes listening to the words of wisdom and experience that I'm going to share today, and I do not take that for granted. So, let's get into today's topic as we talk about things that can help empower your decisions and spark your conversation concerning personal finance. All right, let's get into today's topic. Today, We're going to be talking about perspective and answering a fundamental question. What is your financial perspective? Now, if I were a betting man, I would put my whole life savings on this fact right here that you are most definitely and utterly confused as to why in the world a financial advisor who is doing a podcast regarding personal wealth and business will talk about a non-financial issue like Perspective. It's like the two things don't match, perspective and finance. And I know that that's probably what you're thinking, but listen, I pinky promise that I am not off my meds and that this topic is not only worthy of discussion, but certainly connected to your personal wealth. To me, it's an interesting topic for sure, because it's not really discussed a lot, at least not in the way we would discuss it today. And throughout my career in finance, either in practice or educational study. I have read, heard, and seen a lot good, a lot of good information that can help someone set goals and objectives. But I cannot say that I've heard a lot about helping individuals create a passionate conviction or a solid perspective regarding their personal finances or wealth. Thus, the purpose of today's podcast. I'd like to examine your perspective regarding your personal wealth and finance. And if you don't have one, then ask yourself, why not? Now, before I dive deeper into today, let me share with you what drove me to this topic that we're we're on today. As part of my career, I talk to people about financial planning and investments, and the response I get from folks often sounds like this: one of these typical response. Number one: a We don't have any money. B I have other financial priorities that don't require financial planning. C I don't have enough money to invest or the what you're offerings for rich folks rich folks and and I, I certainly am not rich or some variation and naturally I expect these kind of answers because people's natural it, people are naturally apprehensive in letting a stranger manage your money that goes without saying so I, I totally get it I'm not mad at you and I don't take any offense to it but these responses most times are just not. A way to deflect and and basically telling me in a nice way get away from me you creep um, but in fact what I begin to do over my career is pay attention to the responses but also pay attention to the body language and some most times I find that the responses that I'm given in the body language match and this is telling to me because it shows that the person who gave me that response they actually believe what they said now these may be factual statements that reflect the current time and period you're in. But these statements if repeated often will eventually shape your perspective regarding your personal finances and personal wealth because what you say is what you believe. What you believe reflects what you think, what you think you will do and what you do reflects who you are and who you wish to be. So Hopefully, now you can see why I bring up the topic of perspective and why I'm going into it today. Your perspective is the core of everything that you do and I do. It is triggered by what you repeatedly see, formed by what you consistently say, and then is reinforced by what you habitually do. So, your perspective is formed by what your core beliefs and values are, and your perspective shapes your vision and then maps out your course of direction. Now, for clarity's sake, it's important that I now define what perspective is so that we are aligned going forward. So according to Webster, if you look up the word perspective, it is a point of view. And there's two parts to that. The first part is how I see myself, the world around me, my future, my resources, i.e. my career, my money, my personal assets, my credit, my debt, etc. Now, that last piece, how I see my resources, I've added that. So you won't see that in Webster. That's just, that's just my take. And the second piece is, it's the why. It's the reason that I see things the way that I do. So how I see myself and the reason I see this shapes my perspective or my point of view. Now, what does that have to do with finances and wealth management? Well, your perspective is a very foundation by which you will build your financial future. So, if your perspective about your finance is one of lack or limitation, then the foundation of your financial position will remain one of lack and limitation. And that's real talk. So, listen, your perspective is uber powerful. It's the control center for your financial decisions because your perspective is a perfect indication of where your time, your energy, and your money will go. If you're not going to invest in things that you don't believe that you're going to get an adequate return on, Heck, you wouldn't even get up and go to work every day if you didn't believe that you were going to earn a paycheck. So your perspective is, if I put this time, energy into something, I'm going to receive a return. And that's just standard in life. And that's how we live our life. And we will only invest in things we view or believe to be important. And the stronger the view, the greater the effort and the greater investment we will extend toward it. So, again, my question to you today is, what's your overall perspective regarding your finances and wealth? And I challenge you to be honest with yourself. Is it weak or is it strong? Are you looking to advance or just to survive the grind? Each path requires a different different approach, but it also offers, a, it requires a different perspective. And if you're unsure as to what your perspective is or where you might stand in life, then here's one place that you can look to that can tell you what you believe. And that's look at how you're using your money. Because how you use your money is evidence of your conviction. Again, the stronger and the deeper the perspective you have regarding your finances and wealth, the greater effort and greater investment we extend to fulfilling the perspective that we have. Each day we make calculated steps to meet whatever we believe in, even in managing our personal wealth and personal finance. So what passionate convictions do you have regarding your finances and your personal wealth? If you're unsure now's a good time to investigate the answer to this question and i'm gonna give you three benefits as to having as to why you need to have a solid perspective regarding your personal finances and wealth the first benefit is it keeps you engaged in the financial perspective in the financial process so it keeps you engaged in the financial process because you never lose sight of your views and you're willing to continue to invest in your views so because you're willing to invest in it you'll always stay engaged in the process And you always want to make sure that the step that you are taking falls in line with your personal view or your perspective. So that's number one, keeps you engaged in the financial process. Two, it empowers the decisions that you make regarding how you use your resources because you'll constantly be asking yourself, okay, if I spend this dollar this way, will it help me accomplish what I believe? So if you have a solid perspective, it empowers your decision making regarding how you use your, how you allocate and use your resources. Because you'll make sure that every dollar that you use goes to accomplishing what you believe. So that's number two. And the third thing is it provides a measure of, of checks and balances. And this is a big one right here. You know, we typically get recommendations all the time from any and everybody, not just a financial advisor. It could be somebody, a co worker. It could be somebody that you carpool with. It could be uh, somebody that you just met on the street. There's always recommendations about what you should and should not be doing with your money. So, and there's a lot of information that's out there on the web right now regarding what you should and should not be doing with your money. But if you have a solid perspective and a strong perspective regarding your money, then you'll then no matter what the re- recommendations that come to you, you'll be able to run those recommendations past the perspective that you have, and it's a, and that perspective will pro- provide a measure of checks and balances. So if somebody tells you and gives you a recommendation that's way off what you believe, and weigh off your core values, then you know what to do. You chuck it to the side. But if somebody gives you something that seems to mesh with where you what you believe and what your core values are, then you take the next step and do the appropriate due diligence to find out further if that recommendation truly is suited for you. And I would say the same is true even if you do follow through on a recommendation and take it, because recommendations are not one-time things. You, you follow through with a financial recommendation, but you're always looking to evaluate the effectiveness, effectiveness of that recommendation. So having a solid perspective can help you even as you engage in recommendations, because you'll always be evaluating if this thing continues to, to meet the need and continue to help me stay, stay meet the goals that I have or to achieve my overall perspective. So again, why is perspective important? You know what I've learned from a, as a financial advisor is those people who are successful, who are financially successful, they tend to and oftentimes have a great personal perspective. Uh, they have some strong convictions regarding their wealth, how it should be used, and can articulate those convictions passionately. And I will admit, and I fall victim to this sometimes myself, we tend to be a little too passionate sometimes, you know, like almost borderline crazy. And you know, I apologize for all of us. We just happen to have a strong conviction and a strong belief and we're willing to tell anybody who will listen but despite the the, the notion that it might seem a little off or a little crazy, there's a keen insi- insight that I feel compelled to say again to be successful to be financially successful you must have a clear perspective or point of view regarding your personal finances and overall wealth. Your personal finances and wealth accumula- accumulation goals require such a focused perspective so I'd like to ask you how much time have you invested in developing this this clear perspective and point of view that is right for you and for your family see only you can set the perspective that's right for your personal finances and wealth a classic mistake I often see and hear about is families looking for a financial advisor to help them craft their personal perspective Now, may I suggest to you that this approach is dangerous because only you can determine your perspective. Because remember, perspective is formed by one's core beliefs and values. It shapes your vision and direction. So how can a stranger who doesn't fully know your core values and belief create your your perspective? They can't create it. The best that they can do and the best that I can do as a financial advisor is help you frame it. But ultimately, the job of creating the perspective belongs to you because you are going to be the owner of that perspective. Whether you continue to work with a financial advisor or you cut them loose and do something else, you're the owner of that perspective. The job of the financial advisor or the financial planner is to listen carefully to your perspective and offer a financial plan that aligns with your perspective. And if the plan and even the recommendation don't match your personal point of view or your personal perspective, then you know what to do. Kick the plan to the curb and go find somebody else to go work with who's really going to listen to you and really feel what you have to say and can develop a plan that will match what you truly believe. So so the question is, how does one set the right perspective or ensure they have the right perspective? So... Let me give you four critical keys to developing your personal financial perspective. Key number one, look at where you have been to understand where you must go. And this right here is a big one because fear sometimes keeps us from looking at what has happened. And fear can also keep us from looking ahead. We know that there's some mistakes that have been made, so we don't necessarily want to go back and go look at it. But we, And because of that, we don't really want to get too far ahead because we made mistakes in the past and I'm fearful of making another mistake. The fact is, is, you got to own it. You got to own the fact that, hey, not only did I make mistakes before, but I'm going to use those mistakes as a learning opportunity to do something different today. And I'm going to own the fact that I need to do something today. So you got to look at where you are and to see where it is that you need to go. So that's number one. And that's critical to developing your personal financial perspective, is looking at where you are to know where you wanna go. The second thing you wanna do is take complete inventory of your financial picture. You wanna start with things like an income statement, which summarizes all the dollars received and how they're spent. Maybe you start with a net worth statement, which summarizes all your assets and liabilities. Uh, Maybe it's a personal balance sheet, which looks at current assets and current liabilities. You know, these are tools that can help you ascertain your total financial picture and where you are. I would not do a budget at this time. And I repeat, I would not do a budget at this time because budgeting is a planning tool. And what we need to do first or what you need to do first is review the, the state of your financial picture. So a budget you will do after. But I would, again, look at an income statement, reviewing how your dollars come in and what's been spent, your net worth, uh, summarizing all your assets and liabilities, um, maybe even a personal balance sheet, which is kind of like a net worth statement, except it focuses only on, you know, current liabilities and current assets. So, you know, those would be the three that I would focus, two or three things that I would focus in the most. But you want to take a complete inventory, and that's critical to developing your financial perspective. The next, the third thing you want to do is start building healthy and strong belief system regarding your personal finances. Listen, stop telling yourself, I don't have money, because we all have it. It's just a matter of how we use it. I don't care where you are on the income uh, income stream, income earning stream place. Uh, you, you Listen, you could be a high earner, um, you know, knocking down, you know, millions of dollars a year. You could be somebody that could be working at McDonald's and making, you know, minimum wage. It doesn't matter. The fact is, is that you are valuable. Your time is valuable. You're being compensated for your time and every dollar you earn is valuable. So stop telling yourself you don't have money because we all have access to some money. It's just a matter about how we use it. So the challenge is for all of us is to investigate how we're using our money. And then if we're making decisions regarding our money, we want to understand what's driving those decisions. Is it because of impulse? Is it because of lack of knowledge? Or is it even something generational within us that's causing us to behave and act the way that we do? You want to identify these areas of change and aggressively look to rebuild. So, that's how you start to build healthy, strong belief system. and it's it's critical to developing a healthy and strong and vibrant personal financial per perspective. The last thing I'll tell you is this. It's determine what you want to change most about your finances and do but I want you to think about it in twelve months which you like to see changed about your finances. And in three years, what you'd like to see change within your finances and start to craft your craft, your perspective off of what you would like to see changed the most. You know, I wouldn't go beyond three years. It doesn't make any sense because life comes at it so fast and things change so fast. Your perspective might alter a little bit as well because your life has changed. So really within the next 12 months, this is, this is what I want to see happen and what I would encourage you to do is, you know, not to not to write out too many things that you would like to see happen because you want to have some focus. But, you know, what you want to do is to have a clear perspective is at least try to map out some things that you find to be corded to your belief system about money and say, OK, these are the things I want to see happen within the next 12 months. And then these are the things I want to see happen within the next three years. Now, you can't create anything like that if you don't know what you already have or you don't know where you've been. So don't skip the other three steps that I gave and try to come directly to this and try to map out some long-term plan or what have you because you won't stay engaged with it. So again, determine what it is that you want to change most about your finances within the next 12 to three years. And what you're changing about your finances is just not the state of your finances, but also you're changing your mentality and then put a plan in place to attack those things uh, that you see that you wanna change within the next 12 months and then also within the next three years and do so on a con- and attack it on a consistent basis. Now, as a financial advisor, I love to meet people uh, who, who uh, demonstrate these keys. You know, meeting prospective clients who have a strong uh, perspective regarding their finances, it, it's awesome, I love it. It shows that they're serious about changing their financial picture or they're serious about building their wealth and it's easy for me to get plugged in and engaged so if 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 you will do yourself a solid today craft your personal financial perspective using the four keys that i just mentioned and remember this is personal make it personal it must reflect your core values and beliefs a a personal perspective shapes your vision for the future and it lays the directional path toward achievement so hopefully you see the connection between your perspective and your finances and why it's critical to have an overall uh, financial perspective that is strong, vibrant, passionate, because it keeps you engaged, it, it keeps you engaged, and keeps you it keeps you focused, and it provides a lot of good benefits that can help you stay on the path of achievement. So I hope that you found today's conversation enlightening. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you for tuning in today to this episode of Unbiased. I hope today's conversation empowered your decisions and sparked your conversation, or maybe even sparked a different thought concerning your personal finances. And I greatly appreciate you again tuning in today. Feel free to reach out to me uh, via social media. My Twitter handle is Hairston, that's H-A-I-R-S-T-O-N underscore Mike. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Michael, G Hairston MBA, or you can reach out to me via email at Michael at alpha that's one word.com. Again, that's email is Michael at alpha Thank you very much. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon.